Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's football season, and that, of course, means betting on football, college, and pro, which brings us to a sponsor of the show, MyBookie.com. MyBookie is your play to bet and win, and with many deposit and withdrawal options, you win, they pay. MyBookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They have the most rewarding player perks in the business, and get this, you can even bet on over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score in each game. MyBookie also has handicapping contests like the $150,000 MyBookie Super Contest, the $50,000 2019 Survivor Contest, their $75,000 March Madness Contest, and more. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, MyBookie, and use the promo code T-YARDS. That is T-YARDS to receive a match bonus of up to $1,000 on your first deposit. The promo code, once again, is T, the letter T, Yards. Bet with my bookie, win, and get paid. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Three Yards Per Carry, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon. And we're on, and welcome to a special edition of Three Yards Per Carry. I'm Alfredo Artiaga. I have Chris Kaufman here with me. Simon Clancy is actually at Miami International Airport right now, so he cannot be with us. All right, Chris. Lucky asshole. Yeah, right? (laughs) All right, Chris, what everybody's talking about is, I guess, this offseason has finally taken a turn for the exciting, I guess. Like, they might acquire something of note that's not Christine Wilkins and Josh Rosen. And that's Jadavian Clowney. And that's via trade, according to Jay Glazer and some others. The Dolphins are very much into him. Uh, and they- let's, let's do better than that. Let's, Jay Glazer is the first, one, the first one we heard about it. But he said that there were just 10 teams involved, and the Dolphins were one of them. I'll give credit where it's due. The, uh, the Pro Football Network boys 
we're saying very that there's very strong push by the Dolphins to get to Davian Clowney, and I want to give them credit where it's due on that. And they also said some other things, and we won't get into, and um, and I don't think those ended up being true, but they they were strong on this. Yes, and not only that, but uh, Matthew Canada, a guy that we we happen to know somewhat. Uh, posted on, uh, I believe, Friday, about 9 o'clock, 9.30, 9.30-ish, that the Dolphins were making a very strong push, and he put strong in very, you know, in capital letters. He mm-hmm. capitalized it, like kind of insinuating something. And if you put two and two together, and that always equals four, the Dolphins met with Jadavian Clowney, and according to certain reports, it was Brian Flores, it was Chris Greer, some say Stephen Ross. Uh, my information is incomplete on that, so I can't confirm or deny, but I do know for a fact that Brian Flores did meet with him. So they're the only team that, that has met with him. The rumor is, according to Albert Breer and others, that Jadavian Clowney is, I guess, lukewarm in joining the Miami Dolphins, but he did meet with us, and he has not met mm-hmm. with his two preferred destinations, which are the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks. Now, Either one of those teams, come on, it's Russell Wilson. It's a ready-made Super Bowl team in Philadelphia. Sure. That's competing for a championship if you go exactly. to either one of those teams. You know, and, and there's nothing better than getting paid $16 million and making a run at a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. So, let's But just... Armando, Armando Saguero of the Miami Herald and others have pointed out that the Dolphins are optimistic based on their meeting. So we don't know how Jadamian Clowney took it. You know, well, that's up for interpretation. But the Dolphins walked away like, oh, we nailed it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, so maybe. I, I don't know. I, I think the, the reports, you're, you're correct. The reports are that Philadelphia and Seattle are, are his choices, really. Mm. But, um, but and we don't know what that actually means for the Dolphins. And, and we, I think it'd be accurate. Wouldn't you agree with this? It's, it's in his hands, basically, at this point. Yeah, yeah, he gets to pick where he ends up. And if he wants yeah. to be a Miami Dolphin, I can tell our listeners and fans that may be listening to us for the first time, if he wants to be here, he will be here. It's mm-hmm. as simple as that. Because we have this in our hands. He's been here. He's met with the team. He has not met with the Eagles. He has not met with the Seahawks. So it right. seems like the Texans want to deal with us mm-hmm. and us only for, for the time being. Now, another guy from the Pro Football Network and a guy that we respect a lot, Tony Pauline, had reported earlier in the offseason, right before uh, free agency had started, that the Dolphins were very much in on Trey Flowers. Now, we know from some reporting, but some of our own reporting, that the Dolphins just weren't competitive with the Lions. But they were there. So it's worth, there. it's worth saying they were there. And and this is more from Trey Flowers' perspective. There are probably only two teams that he was going to consider, mm-hmm. uh, the Detroit Lions and the Miami Dolphins. It just so happens the Dolphins didn't really fax over a competitive offer. But, um, but you know, we know that he he got interest from the Jets and he told them to buzz off. So, um, which is is great. I I always appreciate that. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So, so the dolphins were there with Trey flowers and we thought that they might make a stronger push than they actually did. Um, and they didn't. So now that they have, they're circling back to Jadavian Clowney and one can clearly question, 
you know, the questions come to mind immediately like, well, hey, Trey Flowers was grew up in your system. Why, you know, why not make the strong push? And he didn't have the injury histories and stuff like that. Why not make the push for him? And, you know, and why go instead with a guy that was outside, that's been outside your system, that's been outside. But, you know, to be fair, I think, I think that there's some compatibilities with, with you know, the system that he's the systems he's got experience with and, and what he could do in Miami too. But um, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? It's, it's, it's an interesting way of trying to put together the cornerstones of your franchise build. Yeah. And, and I will say this, and we're going to get into the economics of it right now. I was told by a pretty well-placed source, somebody that wouldn't know these things. This is not a team source. This is, I guess you could characterize as a league source. And he tells me that Jadavian Clowney is more Melvin Ingram than Demarcus Lawrence, meaning Melvin Ingram four for sixty-four million, rather than Demarcus Lawrence is one hundred and five million with sixty-five million guaranteed over five years. Meaning he would be an easy sign, quote unquote, easy sign. What do you foresee as far as like what he can cost the team cap wise? I think that you have to look at so look at this deal. Think of him as if he has two years on, uh, still two years left on his contract, because that's you're getting when you're trading for him, you're trading for his rights, and that comes with that comes with some understandings, and and that is right now you would have the rights to his his franchise. I mean, he can't get traded unless he signs a franchise tender, and the franchise tender would be for sixteen million this year. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as he signs it, that mon- that amount is guaranteed to him. So you know it is guaranteed money. You'd be paying it anyway. It doesn't doesn't really matter. That's guaranteed money probably because you'd be paying it no matter what. But um, but yeah, it's guaranteed money, sixteen million. But then you know, hey, turn around. He's a free agent next year. You can franchise him again. <laughs> yeah. And um, and if you want if you want to franchise him again, you'd have to pay him twenty percent above what he what he what he was franchised or what he, what he made this year, which is 16 million. Um, and the 20% increase would put it up to 19 million. And you know what, if you add up the 16 and the 19 million uh, to get a $35 million two year contract, that's pretty much commensurate with the annual pay that he's looking at getting as, as on a long-term deal. So, so you consider him like he's already got two years, a two-year contract, and that's what you're trading for. That's what the Dolphins have to – and it's an attractive two-year contract because it's like it's, it's a, a team option second year. So if, if it's a bad marriage for some reason in the first year, they don't elect the team option and they just let him walk and then he goes off and you know possibly earns them a compensatory pick. Um, so, you know, it, it's an attractive two-year contract. Um, at the going rate that he will get for his long-term deal. I don't believe that he's only going to get 16 million a year like Melvin Ingram did. I, I think that he's going to get, he might not get the 21 million a year that um, DeMarcus Lawrence did, but it is going to be something like the 19, 19 million or something like that. I, I think it's going to be 18, 19 million, something somewhere around what these franchise tags are going to pay him. And, um, and so it, it's interesting. The Dolphins would be like, like, hey, we're acquiring a guy with two years on contract, lots of options um, embedded in it, and also the chance to have a good relationship with him and get him 
signed long term. And then if they do that, then they're like, well, okay, we've got the cornerstone pass rusher, you know, slash defensive end, whatever. And we've got the cornerstone, you know, corner um, in Xavier Howard. We've got the cornerstone left tackle in Jer- Laramie Tunsil, who will be extended you know, sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and all we got to do left to get to, to really get a classic build, the most classic build you could draw up would be the quarterback and, yeah. you know, stay tuned eight months, eight months from now. That's, that's when you're going to see that most likely. Uh, and I know that there are people, Josh Rosen fans that get upset when you say that, but yeah, but that's the mindset. Um, right. So now I was talking it's to nice. Yeah, I was talking to Jason Cole a little earlier on Twitter, and if you saw my debate with Jason Cole, Jason Cole was basically saying, if you let him walk and you get the 97th pick in the draft, you get the you know a third-round pick as a comp, that it's kind of fool's goal because if you're, if you're planning on spending a lot of this cap space that you have next year, you might not even get that. Explain how the, the machinations of that works. And that's true. That's um. That's very. That's that's a good point. It's been raised by a couple of people. I didn't. I didn't even see your uh, your debate with Jason. Um. But yeah, it's been raised by a couple of people. Hey, listen, Barry Jack. According to Barry Jackson, they're going to have ninety five million dollars of cap space next year. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, they're the, these. These are the consequences of having the lowest payroll, the the lowest pa- cash payroll in the NFL by about $23 million. The, the next, they're ranked number 32. The 31st ranked team in cash payroll has, has like $23 million more cash payroll than the Dolphins do. That's how low it is right now. There are consequences with that. The consequence of that is you're going to have a shitload of cap, of cap space next year. And, you know, you got to find a way to use it because – your long-term, I mean, your rolling, your rolling salary floor starts to catch up with you at that point if you're not, if you're not using it. So they got to find ways to spend the money. And if they're trying to maintain a compensatory pick, which means that they're losing more free agents than they're gaining, including an especially big free agents, because we presume that if you lose Jadavian Clowney, he's going to sign a massive contract somewhere else. Yeah. So he's going to go to the top of the line as far as like third round. He's going to be in that third round category for a compensatory pick. And what it means is if you sign any other guys that go in that third round category, they cancel. So, you know, you go out and sign Joe Thune, who's a, who's a free agent next year, offensive left guard for the, for the New England Patriots. And, and we need some offensive line help or, or say Lyle Collins, you know, of the Dallas Cowboys. We want him for right tackle or something like that. Yeah. They'd probably cancel out the Jadavian County loss or Jadavian Clowney loss. Um, right. So that compensatory is not at all guaranteed. You you have to work it a certain way to get it. Now there are the workarounds. The New England Patriots find these workarounds all the time. They look for guys that are cut. You know, because a cut guy doesn't count against the uh, compensatory uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they just trade, you know, for guys. That doesn't count either. Um, or there's a certain – you can wait until a certain point in May. And if guys are still on the market in May, then there's like a little second round of free agency that that happens um, from teams that are waiting for the compensatory formulas to to be done with. And, and then you can sign it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't count. So, but those are, 
those, you know, those are, those can be tough options when you've got $95 million worth of hole to fill. Yeah. Now this brings us to the player and I've come around on this a little bit. Okay. If the team has an opportunity to add a really good player and you have the money to pay for him and he's at a premium position, I think you just do it. And I understand the injury history, but he has played 14, 15, and 16 games the last three years. So the injury history is more toward the beginning of his career. Now, I've, I haven't watched a lot of tape of him. All I know about him is what I've seen, and what I've seen tells me he's really good against the run. He's an occasional pass rusher. I think he was 77th in, as far as all pass rushers concerned, uh, as far as PFF, pro football focus is concerned. But, you know, we don't tend mm. to really, you know, put too much stock in that. But Well, I think, I think that deserves some clarification, though. Yeah. Um, because, you know, where, they, where I think they take issue with him, and it's a, it's a fair point to bring up, mm-hmm. is the efficiency. And and I've been big on efficiency. And, you know, I know I know what all these guys are in terms of pass rush efficiency, and what they look like um, as far as their their pressures per per pass rush snap. Um, you know, Cameron Wake, elite, consistently around sixteen percent. Um, when you start to get south of you know thirteen percent, twelve percent, eleven percent, ten percent, you start to to run across kind of average average pass rush efficiency and Jadavian Clowney keeps getting somewhere around in that 10 and a half to 12 and a half uh, percent efficiency. So, so they, if they rank them low, they're ranking them low on efficiency. But the thing is he plays every snap. Okay. So his, he's a snap hog like in Dominican Sue was. And when guys are snap hogs, then they're not, they're not being handed choice reps, you know, they're not being, so, um, so it's, you know, when you're playing every snap, you're playing a technique that you're often playing a technique anyway, that is like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to get in on the quarterback this way. I mean, that's, that's, that's the way it is. That's just the fact of uh, the fact of the NFL. And what I would look at with him is he is productive as far as his pass rush is concerned or his pressures are concerned because, you know, I look at it right now and he's got, you know, 60, I think the last two, two seasons, you know, playoffs included, he's got, he's tallied over 60 pressures in the season. Um, you know, it's not quite JJ Watt, but it's, it's pretty good. So, uh, so yeah, I, th- I think, and, and obviously he's a good run defender as well. And that's going to be really important for, for this, this defense, because remember a big part of their pass rush, even if they have Jadavian Clowney is going to be their blitzing, their blitz packaging and the, their stunts and games and stuff like that. You're going to see Jerome Baker, you know, blitz the middle and basically just hold the fuck out of a out of a guard so that uh, so that your defensive end can loop around him. I mean, yeah, and, the Patriots and when he does that, and when he does does that, right? Jerome Baker doesn't just take up one blocker when he does that; he takes up two, right? Right. You know, because 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 you got a you got a back in the backfield that's trying to pick up a blitzing Jerome Baker, and meanwhile Jerome Baker is pushing the hell out of a, a guard who's trying to be engaged on somebody else. You know, he's pushing him from the side. 
and so and and clearing out some making some clearance for a looping uh defensive end or something like that that's that's taking up two blockers while the while your stunting guy you know is free to get in the quarterback these are the ways that you put a quarterback on an egg timer and that sort of pressure is very important even if it doesn't get the sack is is you have to get in the quarterback's head know that he's on an egg timer so that he knows and um and you know that the basis of this defense is, is to get pass rush in that way still, and I think that Jadavian Clowney will help that and be the guy that can collect a lot of those sacks and stuff like that, but also just do a whole lot of different jobs. Yeah, well, we did a podcast sometime in June before the season. We were complaining about we didn't have certain guys to do to play certain techniques along the defensive line, and mm-hmm. this guy solves a lot of those issues. This is a guy that can rush from the nine, the seven, the five, the four. He's rushed from the four on the inside shoulder. He's rushed from the one. He's blitzed the A-gap. So they play him everywhere right? on the Texans' defense. Now, I don't put too much stock on these lists, but you know it's a list nonetheless that players compiled, and that's the NFL Top 100 list. And we were talking earlier about how good is Jadavian Clowney really and we were wondering out loud, is he the 20th best edge defensive end in the NFL? Well, this is the list. And this is compiled from this past season by NFL players. And this is the NFL Top 100. This is their list in order of the best defensive ends edge players. Khalil Mack, and stop me if you disagree with any of these, okay? Mm-hmm. Khalil Mack, Von Miller, J.J. Watt, Cameron Jordan, Demarcus Lawrence, Melvin Ingram, Miles Garrett, Joey Boza, Daniel Hunter, and then they have Jadavian Clowney at 10, the 10th best edge defensive end in the NFL. Nobody has Chunky Clements in there. Outside of him, in the top 100, they have D. Ford, Bradley Chubb, Frank Clark, and T.J. Watt. Mm. Would you take any of those guys over Clowney? I'm tempted to take Bradley Chubb. I mean, Frank Clark, if he wasn't a head case, but – yeah, and Bradley Chubb. I mean, Bradley Chubb is. I, I'm not saying I take him them take him over. I'm just acknowledging those are really good players. Uh, and T.J. White obviously is a really good player. Yeah, D. Ford. I don't. I don't know I that. D. Ford is one dimensional. I don't think he belongs. Yeah, D. Ford is. You know, he's the easy to exclude guy. Um, no, I, I. I don't know. I don't know for sure that I take any of those. Those above Jadavian Clowney. I just know that he belongs. He belongs up there, and he's he's legit. Um, and I think that. It would be it would be an interesting and legitimate acquisition for the Dolphins for their rebuild. I I do look at this one thing about Jadavian. He's a, he's a penalty he's a penalty hog. I mean he he gets flagged all the time. But I mean that's <laughs> and and that'll drive that'll drive uh, Flores nuts. I think. But um, you know Flores is obviously signing off on this, and otherwise they wouldn't. You know they well, wouldn't he met with him. But it's like. <laughs> Yeah, he met with him, but he's like, you know, have 15 flags last year. That's um, yeah, that's something. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, I think it would be good. It's 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 a rebuild. That's this is the question I get asked because obviously it's a one-year franchise tender. We can't yeah. even give him a new contract this year. It has to be until next offseason because that's those are the rules. Um. Is this what is this? Is, is this a one-year rental? Like I don't get it. Like, and we're not trying to win this this year. It's not compatible. I don't see it that way. I see it. I see it as a. I see it as part of the rebuild. I see it as a key piece of the rebuild. 
mm-hmm. because they're getting him with the absolute 100% intention of trying to keep him here. And, you know, keeping him here at least in 2020 as well as 2019. And you begin to stack names one on top of the other on that. That's right. Out of the ball. And you know, when you when Xavier you have Howard. these guys, yeah, it, think about it. And and it sounds better when you when you say the names: Xavier yeah. Howard, Minka Fitzpatrick, Jerome Baker, Christian Wilkins, Jadavian Clowney. That sounds pretty good. That's half a defense yeah. right there. Well, yeah, I, mean, I might put it in a little bit different order, but yeah, um, that's <laughs> yeah. When you do, and and also, it's this is how you attract other people too, because yeah. one of the reasons Jadavian Clowney doesn't want to be here is because he doesn't think other good players are here <laughs> are in Miami and and so he's like fuck I want to go to Seattle or Philadelphia <laughs> um so uh so you put Jadavian Clowney here along with Xavier Howard and like you say you know Christian Wilkins hopefully he comes along hopefully Minka Fitzpatrick comes along we're pretty we we're starting to think Jerome Baker's is definitely going to come along now um you start stacking it up and it's like okay I, I start that that's a good defense you have the foundations of a good defense and it might it might attract some other guys to come join you now um yeah. I don't know what they're going to do on the offense because what Jesus um but yeah so <laughs> it starts with with four offensive linemen and a quarterback right <laughs> yeah well that's that and that's that's the thing like when we go back to the build okay we got the four the four corners now you got well you got three of the four corners uh, uh right keystone pieces here you got uh left tackle defensive end and uh and corner now you just have to get the quarterback well presumably they're going to go out and do that next year yeah i don't know who it is it probably i'm if i had to, if i had to guess i'd say chalk favorite is uh justin herbert but that's um that's just me guessing so you go out and get justin herbert next year okay now you've now you've got those big pieces now what do you do well you got 95 million dollars well maybe not 95 anymore because you just picked up Javian Clowney but um you got a whole lot of cap room what do you do build that freaking offensive line finally absolutely and that's and that's that's your goal that's that's your number one mission you you're like okay we've got yeah we've got long-term pieces we got the long-term pieces that matter Mm -hmm. now we build the offensive line so that this young kid we just drafted doesn't get murdered and um and now we're good we're good to go. And you still will have a ton of cap space left to get all those support players on yeah. one and two year deals to fill out a team that can be competent next year. Maybe make a run at nine wins. Who sure. knows? And who knows? Crazier things have happened. A lot of teams have gone from terrible to 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 the Super Bowl. It happened with the Rams. Okay. I think if they get to a tongue of Iowa and then they go into the offseason, they have those four pieces and then they build an offensive line around Laramie Tunsil on top of it. Yeah. I think you are looking at nine wins. I think you're looking at an immediate turnaround from number one overall pick to like a nine win team. Yeah. And, and God knows that that's what we need. All right. Let's put Jadavian Clowney to bed here. I'll go ahead and say it. Put me to bed. Jesus. <laughs> I think it happens. Okay. You think, think it happens? It happens. And I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction. This is not no. This is not information, guys. Okay, I don't have any inside information on this. I think it happens for a second round pick. Hmm. You know, I, I, first of all, it, tell it, me if you think it sense. happens, and then and then predict what it takes to get him. I your second round pick, I'd say, makes sense. And as I mean, when I thought of this, I was just thinking, Chris Greer just he took a second round pick that we had in 2019. 
he turned it into another second round pick by trading down. Like in his mind, he's thinking that uh, that other second round pick is the luxury pick and it's just perfect to send it off to, to get a Jadavian Clowney. Um, so that, that makes a ton of sense to me, but what, whether it will happen or not, listen, I was told, I was told this is about 99% zipped up. The problem is that, um, you know, yeah, if you're the Dolphins, maybe you do think it's 99% zipped up. Does Jadavian Clowney think it's 99% zipped up? I don't know. Um, that, so that's the, that's the real problem. And time is the enemy here. Time kills deals. So uh, he's hiring a new agent. I thought he might announce today uh, who that agent is because he fired his, his last agent, Buzz, Buzz Cook, uh, over, well over five days ago now. And, um, and so he, he can now hire a new agent and we don't know who that's going to be. If it's Drew Rosenhaus, he's ours, but if it's somebody else, you know, he, he fired bus cook because bus cook, he said bus cook didn't have a plan or at least that was the, uh, the reporting at, at the time. Well, Drew Rosenhaus uh, plan would be to put him in a dolphin uniform. Yeah. I mean, Drew Rosenhaus would have, have a plan and it, and it would involve the Miami dolphins. But he, presumably if he, didn't like that his last agent didn't have a plan, he's going to hire a guy that has a plan that he likes. And if he hires a guy that has a plan, you know, does that plan include the Miami Dolphins or not? You know, that's the big question. And if it's not, if it doesn't include the Miami, that's the monkey wrench. That's the, the dynamic that maybe people are underestimating right now. Yes. Is there still a shoe to drop with this new agent hire? And he could just throw a monkey wrench in the whole friggin' thing you're like, oh, yeah, you thought it was 99%, uh, you know, zipped up? No, no, it's not. So I coin flip right now for me. Um, I, I really am at a coin flip on this. I don't know if it gets done. I don't know if it doesn't get done. I've heard things that, you know, like I said, I've heard things to say, yeah, yeah, it's going to get done. But, um, but you never know. Time kills these deals. And now I hear these, this language later tonight that was like, you know, Jadavian Clowney feels like he's perfectly comfortable with missing games and not um, and not signing his tender for a little bit. And if that happens, then I think, you know, it might be. I don't know. I don't know if Miami's still the team at that point. If if that if he if that starts to happen. Yeah, if he makes it to the season without signing the tender, it could it could come right down to the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And but it starts to fall apart for Miami, I think. At, yes, at it, I think point. the clock starts ticking as soon as games start getting played. Mm-hmm. I think the clock starts ticking, and you know the deal begins to fall apart. And then it would just be yeah. one final rush at the trade deadline, and we offer whatever we offer. And if they say no, then the deal is absolutely dead. Yeah, so, and I, and I would say it's this better if it happens sooner rather than later. In other words, I'll say this though. Miami, this is this is how incredible this is. They they trade for Jadavian Clowney, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say they don't trade anybody like Kenny Stills or something like that. Let's whatever. It's a pick or it's a second round pick. Um, they would still have the lowest cash payroll in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> after getting the sixteen million dollar franchise tag player. Unbelievable, right? Yeah, right. I and mean, that's how bad it was. That's a, this is the point I was raising, and and Adam Beasley actually quoted it in uh, the Miami Herald today in an article he wrote, um, you know, teams that underinvest to the extent that Miami has underinvested this year. Uh, 
some of them and, and teams have done it about three a year do it and over the last decade about three a year or something like that um the teams there are a couple a handful of them that had franchise quarterbacks that helped them get through guys like andrew luck who did it twice and actually some smart people are like the fact that you asked him to do this twice is part of why he retired early asshole um so you know that's so yeah if you have a franchise quarterback you can muddle through maybe get nine and seven maybe get seven and eight as cam newton did um you know stuff like that the other teams the other 20 teams or whatever that uh that that were, were under invested to this extent they won four or five games and that's that's the season that, that they went through that that was the average they won like four and a half games it was, it was so it's it's really i mean you stack a team this way you know what you're gonna be you're gonna be bad and and even getting Jadavian klein people think oh well, man we'll be really good I don't think so because <laughs> it doesn't change the, the, those equations they've done. They've done that. You know, I'm not going to say poorly because I think it was intentional. Um, they've done that drastic a job of there's under investing of, in the team. There's kind of some breaking news right now. Oh, Andy. Jadavion Clowney. He's a dolphin. No, I know. Andy Slater uh, just posted like a screen grab of Devante Parker saying goodbye to somebody on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I think he's, um, I think he's already, he's already uh, clarified this too. He's, he's just like, I'm just staying off Instagram. That's all. Because oh, okay. <laughs> I kind of got excited and kind of sad at the same time. Yeah, like, no, no, Twitter, he, on Twitter, he's like, yeah, I'm staying off Instagram. And he like put out two emojis and he's like, don't think too far ahead. Of <laughs> well, this was your J- Jadavian Clowney special, but give the people their homework assignment for this weekend, Chris, because they have to watch some football this weekend. Yes. Yeah. The Dolphins do not play this weekend. Okay. They play a game against the New Orleans Saints, but there's football. They play play Thursday. Well, but who cares? (laughs) Will we even be watching Thursday? He might play like 50 snaps. Who knows? Will we even be watching Thursday? That's the real question. You know what? Um, I'm a sucker. I'm going to be watching every single snap of that game. Well, I'll tell you why we might not be watching, and this this transitions us, uh, us ni- nicely. Uh, 7 o'clock p.m. this Thursday, UCLA is at Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and that's your first chance this year to see quarterback Desmond Ritter of Cincinnati. He's, um, he's the number five guy among draft eligibles for me. And um, as I know one other really smart evaluator that's got it like that, but, um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's playing this Thursday night. And so I might be more interested in seeing him than I am the Dolphins, seeing him take on the UCL, especially since Cincinnati, they don't, you know, get a lot of chances to play somebody from one of the power five conferences. So, um, so I might be watching that game instead of the watching the uh, the Dolphins, you know, bottom half of the roster, bottom half of the ninety man roster, trying to trying to make make the team. Plus, plus uh, just Josh Rosen. Don't forget him. Josh, well, plus Josh Rosen. Yes, he will be playing, and um, and he did not. I, I, I legit, he moved the needle a little bit on um, this last uh, this last preseason game. I I was pretty pretty proud of him. Um, Friday, uh, this is continuing with the homework assignments. Friday uh, at 8 p.m., Utah State is playing at Wake Forest. And who is that? 
That is the hottest name in the hottest quarterback name. Who's that that plays for Utah State? That's right. Uh, the hottest quarterback name out there right now, Jordan Love. Why um, <laughs> he hasn't played a game in, in in forever, but he's he's grown to be suddenly the hottest quarterback name out there, guys. Okay, so you listeners know. out there, you know, keep that in mind. You, you know who to listen to. You listen to Simon and I because we've been talking about him since November 2018. Yes. Okay. So, um, but anyway, I'm, that's no rant. Um, so if then, he drags that sorry bunch to like eight wins this year, then there's something there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And cause you said it, I mean, he's, he's lost four. I mean, you alluded to it. He's lost four out of five offensive linemen. He lost his run coordinator. He lost his pass coordinator, his quarterback coach. So he's he lost Josh Rosen on the dolphins this year. He's he lost, he lost his top tight end. He lost, I think his top four wide receivers, maybe his, no, maybe top three wide receivers. Uh, and he lost they were a running team you know with darwin thompson and uh and and bright last year and gerald bright and um and darwin thompson was the main guy there and he lost him and now he's by the way grab him in fantasy because he might he might go off in andy reed's offense this year even as a rookie um yeah so he lost like everybody he just lost everybody jordan love did at utah state so now he's got to face a pretty tough wake forest defense so it's going to be really interesting to see how that looks um but also later that night colorado state takes on colorado i'm probably the only guy trying to tell you to look at colin hill of colorado state he can slam maybe, maybe i get burned on this i don't know but i do know this he's got top five arm talent he is among the top five arm talents pure arm talents in uh among the draft eligibles for this year now let me, ask, mean, you, yes. let me ask you something very briefly before you, you go on with the rest of the schedule and there's one very sexy game you know, on that schedule but yeah, yeah, yeah. colin hill they, they they really made a push to to recruit quarterbacks behind him is that a concern well this could be his last year i mean so there's that there, but, there was um, some talk that he was going to be pushed by some of these guys yeah, but then he didn't. Then he didn't get pushed. Like, like he he took over. I mean, if you listen to the language coming out of Mike Bobo about what happened this off this this you know spring and and summer and and training camp and whatnot, he talks about how Colin Hill just absolutely took control of the offense and it flourished under him. And any thoughts of competition, which they did have. Um, just went away because he just he's just blowing them away and he's got the talent to blow them away because his, his arm is his arm talent is incredible he can move you know when he's not four months off of an acl construct reconstruction uh, which by the way i've never seen a guy get cleared for football four months after an acl surgery Neither but he he did um somehow uh last year and and people wonder why it wasn't always so good last year but he was one of the top guys on third down last year, and that's a big key for me. But anyway, um, yeah, Colorado, Colin State, Colorado, or Colin Hill of uh, Colorado State, he's big arm talent. Uh, really look out for him. He's playing in a kind of a pro-friendly offense as well. Uh, I think he was, he was throwing a bunch of beautiful passes to Preston Williams last year. They got a nice wide receiver named Warren Jackson there too, so you can, you can stay and uh, pay attention to him. He's a real tall guy. Um, Eastern Washington at Washington, that's our friend Jacob Eason. He's making his return to the field after a couple of years of being absent. He's um, from Georgia, got beaten out by uh, Jake Fromm, and transferred over to Washington, had to sit out his year last year, and now everybody much ballyhooed because he's also got immense talent, very tall, very big-armed. 
Duke at Alabama. That's our friend Tua Tagovailoa. He's going to kill them. Yeah. Um, Georgia at Vanderbilt. That's Jake Fromm. This, these are all on Saturday, by the way. And these are not. Mm-hmm. These are not on Friday anymore. Jake Fromm is one. taking on Vanderbilt, and um, and I think he's going to probably put together a pretty nice game, or at least yeah, Vanderbilt is absolute dog shit this year. Yeah, and here is your sexy matchup. And, Absolutely. And this is Justin Herbert of Oregon at Auburn. And he's an underdog. My favorite. And he's situation. an underdog. So let's see it. You know, you, you're supposed – some people are like, this could be top quarterback to a, ta- a Tongaloa be, be damned, Tongaviloa would be damned. Uh, let's see it. You know, let's, let's get it. I, I, I do like him. I mean, I, I don't dislike him at all. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of you, but I believe they're a five-point underdog. Go ahead and beat Auburn. Justin. Yeah, let's do it. Let's you know strap strap on strap on the helmet and go out and beat them, man. Show them show them how good you are. Yeah, um, you're not a 15 point hopeless underdog. You know, like like a lot right. of guys are <laughs> against some of these teams. No, you're like a five point underdog. Go ahead and beat Auburn. Beat a good yeah. team. Beat it. Yeah, an and you know he's he's been he's been efficient before. I mean, it wasn't wasn't that efficient last year, but. Um, the previous year was and and i think that he's i think that he's a good he, he's a good quarterback prospect he's obviously got humongous I, I mentioned top five arms right and I'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you who they are top five arm talents right now justin herbert's one of them okay mm-hmm. um jacob eason I, i'll go ahead and put him in there by reputation I haven't seen it in a couple of years, to be honest. Uh, and I, I hate to put him in by reputation, but Justin Herbert, Jordan Love are, you know, two locked in as top arm talents. Khalil Tate of Arizona is in that top five with arm talent. His arm is ridiculous. Um, and then Colin Hill is also in there. And like I said, Jacob Eason, because, you know, by reputation mostly. Um, those are the top five arm talents in, in, among the draft eligibles that I see. So, uh, and Justin Herbert fully belongs in there and maybe at the top of it. Well, that's it for our Jadavian Clowney special. And we gave you your homework assignment. Get on it, people. Okay. One of those guys is going to be a dolphin. Maybe. All right. That's it. There is no more. We will talk to you guys again on Monday. But till then. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. J. Mark. In a world where sports radio continues to shift around the whims of corporate interests, we understand that the constant, unexpected changes can be exhausting from time to time. So that's why we think you should sit back, relax, and take five. Uh, reasons, that is. So go ahead, grab your smartphone, and subscribe to the Five Reasons Sports Network, available on virtually every podcast platform. We're South Florida's fastest-growing on-demand sports media network, so you decide when you want to tune in. You decide when you want to listen. Because we know your life can be hectic, go ahead, fall in love with our lineup, including Five on the Floor, Three Yards Per Carry, The Fish Tank, Light-Skinned Opinions, and Cinco Razones, whenever you want. 
All you need is an internet connection. So go ahead, tune in, try us out. We're by Miami, for Miami, and spreading rapidly throughout South Florida. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.